Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 17th of May. India recorded 1,569 new COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours, taking the total tally to over 4 crore 31 lakh. With 19 new linked deaths, the death toll has crossed 5,24,000. Active cases stand at 16,400, which accounts for 0.04% of the total cases. The daily positivity rate, meanwhile, stands at 0.44%, while the recovery rate stands at 98.75%. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 523 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.2 million. Meanwhile, North Korea reported another large jump in illnesses today, which is believed to be COVID-19, according to AP. As per state media, the antivirus headquarters reported that another 2,69,510 cases were found with fevers, and six had died. This raised the country's deaths to 56. More than 1.48 million people have become ill with fever since April. Nationwide raids were conducted today by the Central Bureau of Investigation at various premises, linked to former Union Finance and Home Minister P. Chidambaram and his son Karthi, Indian Express reported. The raids were in connection with a fresh corruption case against Karthi. Citing agency sources, Express reported that raids were conducted at nine locations across Chennai, Mumbai, Karnataka, Punjab and Odisha. A fresh case against Karthi has been registered, accusing him of receiving Rs 50 lakh as a bribe to facilitate the visa of 250 Chinese nationals for a power project in Punjab between 2010 and 2014. Karthi is being investigated in several cases. After the search, Chidambaram tweeted, and I quote, This morning, a CBI team searched my residence at Chennai and my official residence at Delhi. The team showed me an FIR which I am not named as an accused. The search team found nothing and seized nothing. I may point out that the timing of the search is interesting. Unquote. The Supreme Court today granted a three-month interim bail to Jitendra Tyagi in connection with the hate speech cases at the Haridwar Dharam Sansad held in December last year, as per news agency ANI. The bail was granted to Tyagi, formerly known as Wasim Rizvi, on medical grounds for three months. The bench, headed by Justice Ajay Rastogi, said that Tyagi has to give an undertaking that he would not indulge in hate speech. He was also asked to not give any statement to electronic, digital or social media. The direction was issued by the court in the special leave petition filed by Tyagi, challenging the March 8th order of the Uttarakhand High Court, which had denied him bail. He was arrested on Jan 13th of this year. The Council for Uttarakhand had said that the maximum punishment for the offence is three years and that bail can be granted only if he mends his ways. The deputy AG said, and I quote, In case he wants bail, he must mend his ways. He should not make a statement of hate speech and if he does, we will arrest him. He should not repeat the offence in the sense that once he makes any hate speech today, there is counter from the other community and communal tussle. We have to maintain communal harmony at all costs. Unquote. A Varanasi court today removed Advocate Commissioner Ajay Kumar Mishra from the court appointed committee that was formed to survey the Gyanwapi Mosque, Baran Bench reported. Passing the order, Civil Judge Ravi Kumar Divakar also granted two days to the committee to submit the report on the survey and videography undertaken by it. 
on Monday, the court had ordered the sealing of the area within the mosque complex from where an alleged shivling was recovered during the survey. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court asked the Varanasi district magistrate today to protect the area where the alleged shivling was found without impeding the right of Muslims to enter and worship. The matter will be further heard on May 19th. The court was hearing a petition by the mosque management committee which sought a direction to the authorities in Varanasi to stop the survey of the mosque complex. The survey was allowed to resume on May 12th after it was halted due to the mosque's managing committee accusing the court-appointed advocate commissioner of being biased. The committee had also objected to the videography being conducted there. The night before the Varanasi court's order was passed, I met with local residents and shopkeepers in Varanasi to ask them what they thought about the issue. To know what they said, watch our report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, High Tension, Higher Stakes. What Varanasi Residents Think of Gyanwapi Mosque Video Survey. Listeners, the reason we are able to report on issues such as these without any external pressure from the government or corporations is because we don't depend on them for advertisements. We depend only on you, the subscriber, to support our journalism. So if you are not a part of our independent news ecosystem already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs 300 only. The central government announced some relaxations today to its order dated May 13th on restricting wheat exports, LiveMint reported. The Ministry of Commerce and Industry said in a statement, and I quote, It has been decided that wherever wheat consignments have been handed over to customs for examination and have been registered into their systems on or prior to 13th May 2022, such consignments would be allowed to be exported, unquote. The centre also allowed a whole consignment headed for Egypt, which was already under loading. This came after a request by the Egyptian government to permit the wheat cargo being loaded at the Kandla port. On Saturday, the centre had banned all shipments of wheat with immediate effect. Export of all wheat were moved from free to the prohibited category. Russia's Defence Ministry said today that 265 Ukrainian soldiers, including several dozen who are wounded, surrendered at the Azovstal steel plant in Ukraine's port city of Mariupol today, AFP reported. In a briefing, the ministry said, and I quote, Over the past 24 hours, 265 militants laid down their arms and surrendered, including 51 heavily wounded, unquote. It added that those in need of medical care were transferred to a hospital in the town of Novoazovsk. Ukraine's military said it was working to evacuate all remaining troops from their last stronghold in the besieged port of Mariupol. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.